There is no doubt that Battaglia's Marketplace is one of the most significant icons when anyone thinks of Lorne Park. On today's episode, I sit down with owner Frank Battaglia to talk about the store's opening in 2001, how it maintains its loyal customer base, and the changes it made during the COVID pandemic. Welcome to Lorne Park Living. I'm your host, Anuja Pereira. In each episode, I get to help tell the story of someone in the South Mississauga community who is a difference maker, making here such an incredible place to live. When first starting this podcast, the owners of Bataglias were high on my list of people to talk to and wanted to know more about the store's history and their ability to stay relevant amidst the allure of online shopping and home delivery. What I learned is that behind this humble and soft-spoken family man is a powerhouse of a leader. In partnership with his brother Anthony, Frank Pataglia, in his own special way, has been able to effectively lead a loyal staff to create that special local experience that is Pataglia's Marketplace. Here's our interview. All right, so welcome, Frank. Thank you so much for being here with us today on Lorne Park Living. Thanks for having me. Bataglias has been around for some time. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about how it started and what that experience was like when Bataglias opened? Uh, it definitely had its challenges. You know, uh, uh, we were dealing with mostly with new staff, new customers, and a much different market from where we came from. But we learned as quickly as possible and in a short period of time developed great relationships and never looked back. Yeah. Who was involved um, in the opening of Bataglias when it opened in Lorne Park? I did have some key staff uh, from our old location, but um, I would say my dad, Frank Sr., and my brother, Joe, played major parts in the opening. Frank Sr. was a very warm and charming man who made a point of getting to know every customer who came through the door, and he helped every staff member any way he physically could. And Joe was behind the scenes assisting in many ways. He was the numbers guy, the HR consultant and watchdog, among other important duties. But most of all, he was a great teacher and a great mentor. Wow. And uh, and you were telling me, I think, when the mics were off, that you also live in Lorne Park. So how long have you lived here yet? Yeah, we moved in 98 and uh, opened the store in 2001 purely by coincidence. Oh, wow. Okay. You raised your family in Lorne Park as well? Yes. Uh, we have four kids and, and my wife, uh, she, she works as well. But uh, we're out, of, out of necessity, she's had to uh, work out of home because of COVID. But uh, it's not a bad place to be uh, working from home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was it like raising a family in Lorne Park for you? Oh, it was awesome. You know, it's we, we love it here. We moved back. To, we moved in here in August of 98. It's such a beautiful place to live. And there's a lot of interesting and exciting places nearby. We love going to Port Credit and we take advantage of Jack Darling Park and uh, uh, we take advantage of uh, the lake being close by as well. Yeah, absolutely. Wonder, you have been around since 2001 and in that time, you have probably seen such a change in the face of the marketplace and the rise of big box stores, of the rise of Amazon and online shopping. And I just wonder how you have been able to stay afloat, not just afloat, you've been able to stay so relevant. And, you know, what changes have you noticed in the industry 
and how you've been able to, you know, maintain such a loyal customer base um, in the face of all these changes? Well, we're, we're a small independent store, so we can easily change quickly and move fast uh, based on market conditions. And I've seen some big changes over the past years, mainly the addition of uh, many international and ethnic food stores that have opened up since 2001. The large chain stores are focusing on fresh departments like produce, deli, home meal replacement. And um, they just, uh, they compete on price. We focus on quality and service. We have developed many store-made items, particularly in our famous salad bar and homemade meals in Mom's Kitchen. And as you can see, we serve the same customers, but in different ways. Mm. I'm actually curious, Frank, um, how do you make decisions about what products to carry? What does, what goes into making a decision like that? Uh, I've got some great staff working for me. Um, um, Dominic, my grocery manager, and Anna, my deli manager, Albert, my meat manager they 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 treat their departments like it's their own store and um they're they're always coming up with with great new products uh they have a lot of support from our suppliers and uh generally they're very passionate in what they do and they make my job so easy mm, that's really great i wonder when when we think about the experience of going into one of these big box stores versus going into Bataglia's. What's it like for a customer um, going into your store versus going into one of these bigger stores? Well, my staff, I don't have a big staff turnover. They they've, they uh, have a good relationship with, with my staff. And uh, that alone is a great experience in itself. When a lot of the big box stores are moving away from it, for example, you see them all with the uh, uh, automatic checkout lanes, and uh, I really don't see, uh, I mean, it works for them, but it certainly wouldn't work for me. I mean, mm. my, my customers, uh, they, they talk to my staff and vice versa, and they have a very good relationship. So it works for us. We don't, uh, we, we, we work much differently. Yeah, absolutely. I have to tell you the truth. When I was dropping off your microphone i uh, i walked into the store and i i talked to a couple of your staff and you know i take you as quite the humble person but you know there's a reason some of your staff have been there for a long time and there's something about you that keeps them there and i wonder what you think that is what do you think your staff say about you Mm, I know I didn't well, prep you for this question, so I'm taking, I know I'm catching you <laughs> off guard here, Frank, but what do you think it is? What do you think that keeps them there for so long? You know, I'm, I'm talking, some of your staff have been there for 10 years, 12 years, you know, there is no staff turn, there's less staff turnover. Why is that? Uh, well, I, I, I'm not breathing over their shoulders. Uh, I, I mean, um, I empower them with, with um, the ability of uh, running their own little departments and th they love that uh they're in encouraged to to experiment and and uh they're not afraid to make mistakes try new things and and when it works out boy it really works out well for us and, and the customer wins in, in the end you know they, they bring in all these unique items that you can't find anywhere we have so many gourmet cooks that shop in our store and they're always bouncing ideas you know can you carry this where can i find this and they'll they'll go way out of their way to find these items and and um uh that's what uh makes it so enjoyable for for our customers um uh 
in that respect. Yeah, it sounds like it's a win for the staff and a win for the customers in the end too, right? Which is, which is that's, the experience part. Well, that's what we're trying to achieve. Yeah, well, that's fantastic. That sounds like good leadership, Frank. Um, that's mm. uh, that's really great. Um, Thanks. Yeah do you do you think that with um, the COVID pandemic, were there a lot of shifts that you needed to make um, at the store? Well, I was on vacation on a beach when the pandemic was declared. Uh, when I got back, for uh, I had a quarantine for two weeks. And I have to tell you how impressive it was to see how both the management and staff handled it through that crazy time. Our sales naturally increased. Some key items, such as toilet paper and among other things, were hard to find. But they managed to pull through a major crisis on their hands without my help. All um, I will forever be thankful for what they achieved in keeping the store safe and for both staff and customers. They did such a great job. Did you even find there was a change um, because people may have been more wary of going into some of the larger stores during the pandemic? So, you know, Bataglia's might have even seemed felt a lot safer than some of the larger stores. Did you guys have that experience? Yes, we, we've had a lot of people comment on that because... I've I've experienced it for myself when I went into a big box store. The you know the, I don't know I we we have very high standards of of health and safety, and uh, I I saw for myself that uh, those standards were not being set uh, uh, upkept uh, uh, the way that we we did, and a lot of our new customers came in wanting the smaller surface store and they told us how much safer that they felt in here. Mm, that's great. Um, so I'm wondering if you, um, in all your years at the store, if you have any favorite memories or favorite experiences that really stick out in your mind. Mm, yeah, well, our store seems to be a favorite in the eyes of the, of the uh, American film industry. Uh, we've had a lot of commercials, movies, TV shows shot at our store. Just recently, we had a bubbly commercial shot uh, featuring Michael Bublé. Uh, my wife and I <laughs> were fortunate enough to get her picture taken with him. And my wife, Rena, was just absolutely thrilled to, to, to have that. Uh, another time, uh, a scene from the famous show Suits was filmed in our store. And I was, in, um, I was one of the extras in, in the scene, in one of the scenes. So that was pretty cool. Oh, that's great. Have there been any other celebrities back in the day that you remember? Uh, Martin Short, uh, Carmen Electra, Bonnie Hunt, um, Steve Martin. Um, there was so many more, but uh, I just can't think uh, off the top of my head. But we've had so many commercials, so, so many uh, uh, TV shows shot at our store. And uh, it's it's pretty pretty interesting to watch how the whole process goes down. Yeah, what is it about your store that makes um, makes it popular for television commercials or filming? Um, it's a size. Um, we aren't um, we're big enough to fit uh, a, a crew of a hundred people with all their equipment, but um, we're not too big where. They're, they they've had experience of trying to deal with the larger chain stores where there's a lot of red tape involved, a lot of layers of management um, who can't make a decision. And with us, it's uh, you know they're dealing with me, and if they want to move something, they 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 ask me, and and uh, I usually uh, accommodate and and 
that's what makes it very attractive for them to uh, film in our store. Mm. Do you have a favorite celebrity that was the most exciting? Was it Michael Bublé or somebody else? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a real sweet guy. He, he really went out of his way to make you feel feel important. Um, he, he deserves the success, success that he's uh, achieved, for sure. Well, that's fantastic. Um, so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the community service that's been done through the store. I know that there have been some events run in the past i know covid threw that for a loop a little bit but i still know that um, there has been some events in the past and through covid in support of sick kids hospital could you tell me a bit about how and why that started and and how that's been going sure we started back in uh, 2011 um our front end manager nancy jackson and i we had something in common we both had spent a great deal of time at the hospital for sick children nancy's son's Nancy's son's Eric, he has a condition called cleft lift palate, and my daughter Rachel has rheumatoid arthritis. We decided to take a stab at raising a little bit of money for the hospital. The first year we raised just over $3,000. We had no idea what we were doing, and we were absolutely thrilled. We decided to make it an annual event, uh, but at this point, Nancy really took over the main responsibilities, and the rest is history. As each year passed, we, we raised more and more money, and I'm very proud to say that we've raised just over $200,000 to date. Wow, that's incredible. Do you see it changing in the future, or do you see it continuing as it, as it was going? What do you think will happen? Oh, as far as a fundraiser, we're, we're, we're going to uh, continue every year. Every year it seems to get better. And uh, the, the residents of Lone Park, I can't believe... Well, I sh I'm thrilled on how generous they are. You should see some of the some of the prizes that we're giving away. Uh, you know, uh, pairs of leaf tickets, uh, cottage rentals for a week. You know, they're dropping thousands of dollars. I mean, just just an incredible place to to live. Just love it. Yeah. Why do you think? What do you think that is about the people of Lauren Parker, or is it the Sick Kids Hospital? Why do you think that generosity comes out? that while well, they're just general they're very generous people you know uh we've gotten to know our customers over over the years and they're extremely helpful and just the way they treat my staff um you know we we have we have some kids working for us some high school students and you know the turnover tends to be a little bit higher with them they're not trained as well they make mistakes but they try and our customers they realize us and they're they're very very kind to them and that speaks volumes of of the type of people that live in the area and to have customers like that it's <laughs> couldn't ask for anything better than that they've they've been so great to us uh uh i i just just love them to death what can i tell you <laughs> That's fantastic. Do you have a favorite spot or place to go in Lorne Park or the surrounding area that is just your favorite place to go by yourself or with your wife? Uh, we, we love Jack Darling Park. Uh, we love the Rattray Marsh. It's, it's right down the street from us. Um, what, uh, our, our favorite uh, activity, I guess, would be we drag our kayaks down the street, um, launch them off the water, 
um, bring a picnic and a little bit of wine and tie our tired kayaks together, find a quiet spot, and have a picnic and get a tan at the same time. You know, the, the views there is so beautiful. You've got the Toronto skyline and um, Port Credit Harbor. It's uh, that's our favorite space. That's our go to place. That's fantastic. What, what's in your picnic? What's in your favorite picnic basket? <laughs> uh, my wife is great at surprising me. You know, she's great at, uh, you know, making little appetizers, little sandwiches and uh, and that sort of thing. She uh, she's always surprising me with with good with really good stuff. Oh, that's good. I never actually did think of asking you what your favorite product in the store is. If you have a favorite bread or cheese or something in there, what's your favorite thing? from the store well our our deli manager anna she's always coming up with uh the most interesting uh cheeses and uh and uh pairs them up with uh just the right meat so i love working over there you know people see me working over there uh you know oh, it's so nice of them to to be helping her out and i'm there for the food <laughs> she's always feeding me the best stuff and she goes oh frank try this this is new this is new and i just love uh trying new stuff so i would have to say that it would be the deli deli meats and and uh, the unique cheeses that she brings in amazing so you're, you're there for the samples yeah <laughs> yes i am <laughs> Guilty. that's great well I always ask at the end of each episode, um, as a realtor, I need to ask you, if you were building your dream home and money were no issue, what is one design feature you would be sure to include in that dream home? Well, that's easy. That would be a gourmet kitchen. You know, our uh, our extended family, they love to cook. Uh, they're very creative. My kids and my wife, for that matter, are fantastic cooks and we would build a, a gourmet kitchen with lots of space, lots of lots of um, uh, the newest appliances and gadgets, and we do spend a lot of time each, with each other. And uh, that would be the perfect spot. Th- that would be the perfect place to do it. That's fantastic. Are you looking forward to getting together over the holidays? Yeah, yeah. We're um, actually we're uh, not at our place, uh, but we are going to be getting together over Christmas. And it's been a while because of COVID, but we're uh, we're looking forward to it. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Frank. It was a pleasure to uh, to sit down with you today and uh, hear so much about the history of such an iconic store. And uh, so such a pleasure to be with you. I'm I'm so thankful. Well, thank you. I, I'm, I'm flattered. Um, v- very nice to have me on. I, I really appreciate it. In each episode, I am looking forward to what I call Lauren Park Local Legends, a chance to thank one or more people for their grassroots work that impacts this community. This time, I am very excited to send a shout out to the local legends of Crescent Street. If you've been to Crescent Street during Halloween or the holidays, you already know what I'm talking about. The amazing lights and the huge inflatables and all the incredible decorations. Last year, I think we may have taken our kids there on at least 20 drive-bys. So many of the homeowners participate on Crescent Street, but a special shout-out goes to Mary Frances Boland, Diana Capatasi, Terry Bodasan, Kim Warburton, Allison Addison, and Jan Francis for all of their organizing efforts. If you're going to visit Crescent Street, remember to bring along a non-perishable or financial donation as they always collect for the Compass Food Bank. 
to the residents of Crescent Street for spreading cheer and joy for all of us. Thank you. Thank you again to our guest, Frank Battaglia, for being here today and sharing with us. I also want to thank my amazing editor, Ed Panning, from Lauren Park Secondary School. And most of all, I want to thank you for joining us here on the show today. Make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss us next time when we get to hear the story of another difference maker of this community, making here such an incredible place to live. See you next time.